Okay, all right. Hey, beloved, how are you? Can you hear me? Okay, good. All right, so um, I want to welcome everyone. This is a podcast. Um, We have a a very inspirational young lady here with us today, Sister Vichelle. She has been doing phenomenal work in the industry. She is uh, nationally acclaimed as an artist, and uh, you guys will just love her work. My voice is a little hoarse. I went out uh, last night. I was at the Taste of St. Louis, and I don't know if you guys have seen my videos, but I posted some videos recently, and uh, they had this little little five, six-year-old boy just out there dancing, and I was his hype man. You know, I put it on TikTok. I was his little hype man, and people were they were uh, throwing dollars at him. It was just really, really nice. He was out there dancing. I was encouraging the crowd of men and women like to kind of get out here and dance with the little man. And um, it was uh, it was really, really, really nice. And and you know, so my voice kind of came and went with that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this is your time, beloved. Um, so welcome, guys, to Kenya Speaks. I am your host, Dr. Kenya. Uh, uh, I recently received my doctor's degree in metaphysics, so I appreciate you guys. Uh, S- uh, Sister Michelle, I certainly appreciate you for this wonderful opportunity. I tell you, you are just glowing over that lady, I'm telling you. And your artwork is just beautiful, just like you. I, I see it. I see it. So let's let's get into this thing, right, for the sake of our time uh, okay. today. Let's get into this thing. Tell us a little bit about... Um, you let's let's start with uh, with your background, your journey, and then um, we'll we'll move forward from there. Okay, well, uh, thanks, thank you so much for having me, Dr. King. It's an honor to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. My name is V. Shell. Uh, wait a minute, I got a uh, wardrobe malfunction. Okay, up. okay, you try to take care of your business. You good? <laughs> you good? Uh, she is the artist. She want to get herself, you know, together, right? Okay, so my name is Michelle. My um, that is my government name, uh, Michelle Antoinette, and my art is Art Beth Michelle. So I was born, actually, I was born in Kentucky on an Army base, but I was raised in Chicago. So they took me there when I was about five months old. So I, that's all I know. So for the majority of my life, um, as much as I can remember, I've been an artist. Okay. I've always had a love for art. I've always been um, more like gifted with it as a small child. So I have a pretty good memory when it comes to a lot of things. But I do remember probably about the age four or five, I had an uncle. My mom's brother was an artist, a Mm -hmm. very good visual artist. And... And uh, he taught me how to color in the coloring books, you know, to stay in within the lines. But he also taught me a technique, which was like a shading technique. So I would start, like, with a dark, like, press the crayon art, and then just, like, gradually, like, you know, lift it up so that it becomes lighter. And so I learned this technique at a very early age. And, um, and I just remember drawing all the time when I was a kid. So all of my art classes were, you know, I aced them, and then I was always like everybody's helper. So I, um, that was in grammar school. We had 
art classes and I did really well with them. And I also did a lot like in community after school programs and stuff like that. So when I went to high school, I went to CVS, um, which is a popular school in Chicago, Chicago Vocational High School. And a vocational school gives you like um, majors like college where you pick specific programs and that would be your um like your major for two years so you okay. would keep this uh, particular whatever it is that you choose for two years and so i chose commercial art i was interested in i always had um a passion for fashion and designing and sewing and my grandmother's on um, both sides kind of did that. They set the foundation for that for me. So as a child, I made like dowel clothes and paper dowels and stuff like that. So when I got an opportunity to take it in high school, I did uh, take the what's it called? Dressmaking, I think. But then I wanted to kind of like be elevated. So I took commercial art for two years there. And, and that was just phenomenal. And it's so amazing because everybody in that class basically between the year I graduated and the, like the year before me, the year after me, I'm very successful artists. There's some um, world-renowned artists that came out of that school, and okay. I'm grateful to be amongst that lineup for sure. I also had an opportunity to go to the Academy of Fashion Design. Mm. So between the art and the fashion, I've basically done that most of my life, and I've also been heavily into music. And I was a rapper, so I do poetry. And in Chicago, I was a rapper. They uh, recently were going to induct me in the Chicago Hip Hop Hall of Fame or something like that. So oh, really? still waiting on that. Okay. But Congrats. Again. Congrats. Congrats. I always feel like everything kind of like intertwines, you know, like music and the art and uh, fashion all kind of go together for me. And everything kind of comes back around full circle. So... I ventured on to, I did the fashion design for a while, and I made women's clothes, and the women got to be a little bit too tedious for me, so I started making men's clothes, and it was like one of the best things I ever did in my life. But then when my daughter, um, fast forward, I started having children, I had a daughter, and when she was like crawling around, she put her hand on the pedal of the sewing machine, and it went in my nail. So then I realized I had to do something else to work around her. So I started doing wearable art. So I started painting clothes, mm. like T-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, jeans, jackets, shoes, um, whatever you can put this fabric paint on, I did it. And I did pretty good with that. And throughout the years, I kind of like just, you know, went back and forth between the art and the fashion. But it was easy for me to do like the wearable art. It was more convenient. It's less takes up less space than it does to actually make full garments and stuff. So mm. I um I started doing like custom designs. Mm -hmm. So I would get a lot of large groups like bowling uh, leagues and social groups in Chicago. It's a lot of like social groups, you know. Um. And they would have me make things for them, make the shirts and everything for them. And so then I had this one place that I used to hang out at. It was a bar. And they would let me paint there. They would let me do my work there. So That's nice. people would see me in, yeah, in order. And so somebody had a bright idea to ask me to paint like the 
the drink, the, the liquor that they drink mm-hmm. on the shirt. And I would do that and like the glasses. Like, you know, the glasses they have out now, the pimp glasses. Mm-hmm. I would make like those on the shirt and, and that, you know, personally. Did those a lot and being in the bar, you know, it got me a lot of um, customers that way. Mm-hmm. And then I also did um, like portraits, you know, but that was a little bit more exclusive. So then after that, I packed up my children. I had twin sons, so okay. my family became my my employees, <laughs> and they would they they don't hesitate to remind me of this at all now. So when I had large orders, the family would help, you know, the, the, one of my sons, I have twin sons, and one of them was a little bit more artistic like me, and he would do, like, some of the fine details, like the uh, the dots and stuff, mm-hmm. and the other two were, were responsible for, like, blow drying and, you know, just making sure the assembly line went smooth. So you had a whole um, entourage of employees for real, like, they was really doing their thing. Now, did they earn some money? <laughs> oh yeah, and they don't like I said they don't hesitate to remind me like remember them don't forget where you came from mama. <laughs> remember we used to help yeah I remember so um in 2011 my sons were sophomores in high school and it wasn't going well for me for them uh they were in private school for most of their lives like from like third to eighth grade, something like that. Okay. <laughs> and then when it came to high school, the tuition like tripled. Yeah. So I did something that I really, I don't have any regrets, but I really wish I had a thought that went out a little bit. I put them in, in public school mm. and it was almost like I threw them to the wolves. Oh, wow. So for two years, it was like, it wasn't good. And I couldn't focus. I couldn't function properly as a mother, as a person. With my children going through what they were going through. Mm-hmm. So I um, I made a decision in 2010 to go. I, I started to search like for better schools and schools with with um, a high college turnaround and you know. Sure. And because the schools that I had them in Chicago weren't good as far as that, so. I saw places like on the West Coast, California and Las Vegas. Las Vegas didn't have the best as far as academic, um, on the academic scale, they're very low even today. But they had a very high graduation rate, like 85%, where the two schools in Chicago total wasn't 85%. Mm. So the two particular schools, they, they were in. So... I packed up in 2011 and moved my children to Vegas. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so once I got there, it kind of became more of a focus on them than me. That being said, I started uh, doing less of my art. I was still do like, I still had a lot of clientele in Chicago. So I would go to Chicago, like, every other month, and, you know, at least every two or three months, I was in Chicago still selling my stuff. Okay. So then throughout the years, I kind of, like I said, kind of backed up a little bit. And um, I was still doing my poetry, doing the spoken word and everything. And my children are um, definitely a product of me. But we all do 
a lot, some type of activism. So in Las Vegas, my son and I were doing all, a lot of different social groups with um, serving those less fortunate and stuff like that. Sure. So then I gradually started back getting into my art while I was in Vegas. And that's where the art baby shell evolved. <laughs> so what I do in my art is basically I incorporate my, my love for music and I love nature as well as fashion. So a lot of my artwork contains original fashion designs of my own. And I like water, so you'll see a lot of water in my stuff. What is there I any like is there any I'm specific is, is there any specific type of music that you like that inspires you more than others? Well, I grew up with like the seventies music. Mm-hmm. Like funk, I like a bass line <laughs> basically. So one of my favorite eras is nineties. I like nineties hip hop a lot. Okay. And about me being a rapper, um I don't really claim that now, but <laughs> everybody else will. So now they, I'm a spoken word artist. Okay. Because it's kind of like, like I said, but I feel like if I want to be a rapper, I'm going to be a rapper. Yeah. I just have to find my lane and, you know, I feel like it's the audience. It's a whole lot of people like me that still enjoy good music. They yes. still enjoy messages in the music. Definitely. And I feel Definitely. like I still have a lot to say and I feel like a lot of people still need to hear it. So that's what I do. Wow. So you've been doing, uh, you've been an artist basically all of your life. You've been doing the painting and um, since you were in grade school, basically. And uh, you say it was your uncle that taught you how to shade darker colors. And then, yeah, that, that had to be an experience. Uh, what else did you learn from him as far as artwork? Well, actually, that's one of the most, that's one of my most memorable things with him. But after that, so we didn't have like art classes, you know what I'm saying? It's like when he would come around, you know, that type of thing, he would, uh, we would color and everything, but he went away for a while and he would send us pictures. And so I, you know, that was just still like my inspiration. Like my uncle is, Bad. I mean, his art was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And he could do portraits and it's like almost identical to the picture, you know. So he just was just like a big inspiration. We didn't really exchange a whole lot. I do remember one thing that I wrote him and um, he said my handwriting was very sloppy. <laughs> I was about third or fourth grade at that time and he said, What do you expect? <laughs> Don't do that again. Do not write me if you got to write like this. And it hurt my feelings, but he also told me how like to slow down, take my time, so that my writing would be more legible. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I have arguments with certain people who write like that because people have told them that doctors write like that, which I've always thought was retarded, yeah. was absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how they can get away with that, but they do. And I was determined not to, you know. I was determined to to perfect my writing to the point where it was legible enough for him to accept my letters. Okay. So that's another thing that I remember him teaching me how to, and and you know what? Most artists have very good membership. Mm. I mean, I've noticed well, skip that. Me. <laughs> skip me. Skip me. Skip right over me. 
My yeah, thing so is that's shit. That's another thing I remember um, him teaching me. But other than that, like I said, I I was um I always surrounded myself around creative people. Even as a child, my mom kept us in a lot of activities that would keep us, you know, engaged in arts and music, just visual and performing arts. Period. So I grew up with that. Okay. And so then my, my naturally my children are a reflection of that. They all are very musically inclined. Nobody really got the art bug, but they are still creative people. Yeah, that's good. That's brilliant. You know, uh, they say brilliant minds think alike, and you have definitely been a pillar for your children, and I certainly appreciate you for doing that for them, giving them an outlet, giving them a way to be creative and express themselves in a way that only they that they can uh, through you. So I'm sure they share a lot of your vision through what they do oh, as, yeah, as artists as well. Yeah, definitely. So tell us a little bit more about um, some of your artwork. Like where can your artwork be found? Um, uh, who who do you who are you currently working for or doing? You know, you're freelance, but who are you currently creating art from? What type of people have purchased your art? Well, I sell a lot of art um, to strangers. <laughs> people see my art like on social media platforms, or I do a lot of like festivals and stuff. Okay. So we. I'm on, I sit on a lot of different committees for different festivals in Vegas. And so I sell a lot there. And like I said, basically just word of mouth. I was showing a friend some stuff one day and somebody that was at our house was like, oh, I want that. Right. <laughs> and I sold it, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, um, I'm, I'm just really now growing my social media platforms. Okay. But I am on Instagram at Vichel, I'm sorry, Art by Vichel, TikTok, same thing, and Twitter. Okay. I haven't done a Facebook page for my art yet, but it's coming and it'll be the same thing. I was going to say, most people create a Facebook page first and and you um you haven't done that yet. No, because my personal page has um 5,000 friends. Okay. So I didn't have to do that yet. Gotcha. But Beautiful. I will. That's good. And I am, though. Like I said, and then, um, um, wait a minute, I lost my track. It's okay. Facebook, um, oh, my website. So my website is com. Okay. Actually still kind of revising it, but hopefully by the time people actually <laughs> go to it, it'll be finished. Well, shoot, you're doing pretty good right now. You have a minimum of. You have a minimum of over 5,000 followers right now, so oh, yeah. now you'll be fine. Yes, definitely. So are we going to get a chance to see you in live and in action with some of your artwork today? Well, actually, I didn't quite prepare for that. Um, okay. To actually do a whole piece for you, but I did have a little something that I've been working on, and I can do a little bit just to show people that it is me. And then I, <laughs> you know, I'm as cold as I say I am. Uh, so, actually, I've been doing some stuff lately. You can see a little bit of my art in the background. You know, yes, um, yes. Let us get a little yeah. visual of some of that. Yeah, that's beautiful artwork you got going back there. Yeah. So, like I said, I I, I tend to um, do a lot of water. Yeah. You but see. It is peaks here. Um, 
It contains three different images, but they're all basically saying the same thing. It's sort, sort of like a cleansing um, type of vibe under the moonlight. I was going to say it's like the moon, like the moon, the water, the uh, getting the water type deal, purification. All right, go ahead. Explain your artwork, my bad. <laughs> it's called Moonlit. So it's like M-O-O-E and L-I-T. And so basically I'm showing different types of bodies. I really don't do like new um, art or anything. Okay. Even though I don't, I'm, I'm just not that I'm against it. I just, it's just not really me like that. Okay. Um, if I was commissioned to do it, I might consider it. But I just wanted to show just the beauty of different types of bodies and and just that, um, just, you know, being under the moonlight in the water like that. That is nice. Connections. That is beautiful. This one here is um, it's a Black Girl Magic um, tribute. Okay. Basically, I like the color blue a lot. And I wanted, this is the Chicago skyline. Okay. And the water. So it's kind of like um, one of my favorite places. In Chicago is Navy Pier. I was going to say, is that Navy Pier? I've never been there yet, but... No, gonna... that's not really Navy Pier, but that's what it kind of puts me in the mind. Okay. I love it. Navy Pier is one of my favorite I've places. I've never been. I, I've got to do that. I've got to do it. Yeah, it's got to go. got to yeah. go. So, I do, like I said, a lot of different type of art and artsy crafts. I would be considered what you call a mixed media artist. So, I work with different types of art, different types of art techniques. I do. Um, I started out basically with oil, mm. but I started doing acrylics more. And what I like about the acrylics, um, I mean, the acrylic is a it's a more challenging, but watercolor to me is the most challenging. Really, but I definitely dabble in all of them. So, so what what's a what's a to go to for you? What's a preference? Water, uh, oil, or acrylic? Which which one's more preferable for you? I would prefer the oil, but oil is a lot more intimidating. Mm. So right now I just I'm doing acrylics more, and sometimes I combine them. I do a little bit of everything, like this one here, the mermaid. Yes, it has like some of everything on it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I mean as far as the um, paint mediums. Mm. So this one I'm doing is um a piece of a lady. She's gonna be like at the botanical the gardens. Yes. So what I was going to do is just kind of turn the camera a little bit so you can see the process of how. Okay. Should we don't fall here? I'm trying to get a good angle. So I'm doing plants. You can see this one here in the background. I see that. I love plants. Yeah. Okay. So I'm doing a lot of pictures with plants on them right now. Okay. And like I said, I, I tend to do that a lot in my art. Mm-hmm. So basically what I do when I do my art, I start out with a sketch. And once I do, I use um, HB pencils and different types of pencils to get the certain effects that I want. Okay. And then I take a, a Q-tip and shade it a little bit. Mm. And this, this is so, a lot of times I mix it so that it might be a pencil and paint. And I also a lot of times just to give me an idea of where I want the light and the shadow at on the piece. Okay. So I would simply take a pencil like this, which is a basically just a um, regular colored pencil. This is a black. And once I, uh, I sketch it out, and then I could just take the Q-tip 
and kind of blend in and shade it a little bit. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And give yeah, it so more definition. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So then I got these acrylic paintings. Mm -hmm. And I use these for a lot of details. So now what, but um, this piece, I went straight in. With most of my other art, I would do a background color, you know. Okay. Whereas with this one, I'm, I didn't do the background color first, so I'm going to have to go back in it and do some, which is a, make it a little bit more um, more work than I want to do, but um, <laughs> I do it. <laughs> so then I just go and I just fill in certain, like these are going to be leaves. Mm -hmm. and, and I just go. And I just keep going back and forth with it until I get the, um, you know, the effect that I'm looking for. The desired effect. Yeah, that's yep. nice. That's beautiful. So, so I was just do this. So now, who, who's the inspiration behind that painting? And uh, tell us a little bit more about that, that process for you as you're developing it. The, the inspiration behind this painting, um, basically, like I said, I, I'm surrounded by plants a lot. Mm -hmm. Let me come back. And I'm trying to just show the connection between us and nature and, you know, the earth and the plants. And we have so much going on right now where people are getting away from, you know, just the natural things that we've been blessed with and gifted with. Yes. You see a lot of people gearing toward like plant-based diets and stuff like that. A lot of people are doing um, like more plants in the home and like a um, feng shui type of thing, yes. you know, yes. to get the benefits of what plants really give you. And so this is, um, I had a, a vision of like the botanical gardens where in Chicago, I used to visit there a lot and they have all these different types of plants and just it um it's just such a uh earthy type of feeling that I get around plants, you know. Okay. Of that magnitude because they're like really big and, and tropical and you know, exotic. That's what this piece is gonna consist of. So that's why I was just doing a little bit of the greens. Yeah. Because it's not gonna be a whole lot of green in this. Okay. So this she's not like in a, all different types of colors, yeah. So she's not like in a rainforest or anything like that. She's just kinda like No, it's the botanical garden. Botanical gardens, that's right. So like say for instance, like I would like start um this one here with some more of a like a um pinker, um maroner type of tones. And, you know, I'm just doing a little bit just because for the sake of the video, but I would have to definitely go back and do this. Okay. But so that's why I mean by it's going to be more colors, you know, yeah. than just the green. Mm -hmm. All of this, basically. And then I'm going to have, like, a like a stairway going in right here to just indicate that she is, like, at a place mm. and not just out in the forest. Okay. Yeah, I think that's going to be really, really, really beautiful once that's done. Thank you. And wait to see the, the, the final touch of that, definitely. Yeah. So now this is one that I did. These plants are like the, I grew up with these mother-in-law plants. Mm -hmm. So this is one that I did that kind of like for, um, for that. But that's what I'm doing right now. I did the sketches for most of them. And I haven't, um, like completed 
one, except for this one. Is, this one is close to complete. Okay. But I still need to do a little bit more to make the background pop. Okay. And let me see one is closer to finish. So here's, an, uh, here's another one. And this is just going to be a lady holding a big pot with the big plant, uh, my elephant ears. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's going to be beautiful. And represents for the big girls. Okay, okay. This okay. one here, this one here is kind of like a, um, like I just inputted my creativity, but we have a plant that's a money tree, mm -hmm. and it has the braided um, part here. You okay. know, the branch is braided. Yes. But the leaves don't look like this. I think I kind of made these leaves up. This, these are my own leaves. Okay. But that's what I, you know, it's a, I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the ability to create. Um, Here's another one. And this is like a plant uh, bag because they have the plant bags you can use now instead of pots. Mm -hmm. So I was just doing that, reflection of that. And like I said, these are, I kind of go through each one every day and do a little bit more. You know, I add a little bit each day. Here's another one. And so I'm not like really committing to just finishing one piece. So that's why it's like this. So that's what I'm working on now. And hmm, beautiful. Yeah, so that is that is great. Um, you have any upcoming events that you're preparing yourself for with any of your artwork? I'm um, I'm doing a gathering for the Black family in Las Vegas on October 23rd. Okay. So I'm going to have my art there as well. Congratulations. I also do jewelry, so I'm going to okay. have my jewelry. Um, thank you. I'm not, uh, not nothing too big. I'm going to have some prints available mm. and some small uh, canvases. But not, because cause I normally sell my large art, but it's hard to keep transporting it and stuff. Yeah. So. I'm just going to have smaller stuff, and then they can order, you know, if they want to order something. But I'll definitely have assorted sizes of prints available as well. I'm wondering what, um, if I may, what, what artwork, tell me, not your artwork, but your jewelry. Tell me more about your jewelry. What type of, uh, what type of jewelry do you, do you create? And how long have well, you actually been doing the jewelry? I've been doing that forever, too. Really? Um. I want to say, oh, I can't, I can't go back to, I mean, I guess maybe in, in high school I started, but I started doing like, you know, necklaces and bracelets. I didn't start getting into earrings until after high school. Okay. I learned, you know, that there was a place that you could go to get jewelry supplies mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that. And there was a place in Chicago, downtown. Somebody told me about it was called something like the International Bead Company or something. Mm. And I would go there and get these beads. So I would do like beaded jewelry, like um, for the earrings, it's like a stem. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I got anything close by but um, I do stuff like that and then I do like these. Yeah, did you make those? These are wood, yes. Those are beautiful. And so I just painted them. 
and I painted them and put the black and gold paint on that. And these are pearls that um, you just stick on. So I did those. And I do a lot of painting, you know, wooden uh, jewelry. So this is a piece I did. It's like. Oh, yeah. That's nice. The tree and the root. Okay. All right. So you got a front and back type deal to it. Okay. Yeah, so I've done um Joe Drop years and I do I do um men's as well. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I do, uh what mostly for the festivals because it's easy to pack up and stuff like that. Okay. It's more convenient than And so every year you're pretty much art. Sorry. Every year you're pretty much doing something with some festival around the world? Oh yeah, always every year. In Vegas we do a lot, so um, we have this annual event. It started in 2017, which was a gathering for the black women. Okay. And we brought all types of people out. Uh, so one of my sons is a minister, and he had an idea. This uh, story is a little bit deep. My daughter has um, a best friend. It's like my daughter, you know my uh, play daughter and she made a statement that black men are trash Ooh. and so my son was affected by that like that really made him you know it impacted him in a way that he was like I think we need to step up to the plate yeah. and let these sisters know that we're not trash you know so I want to do something to honor black women I want to do a gathering for black women presented by black men Mm. And he did not get the support that he was expecting from the men. Um, they felt offended. Mm. They felt like it was um like they did they took it totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. They took it more personal and so he ended up doing this event basically by himself. But the turnout was phenomenal. Wow. So then that follow that was in March. Um the following year I mean, the following October, he did the gathering for the black man. Okay. And it was awesome. So what we do is we bring all types of people together, like all different um, religions and spiritual backgrounds and um, it's, and all ages, multi-generational. And we give like tributes. So we do, we have speakers and entertainment and we do like the sister of the year and the brother of the year and stuff like that. Okay. So that's evolved into the black family. So now we're merging the gathering for the black woman and the black man, and it's the black gathering for the black family. Now, where, where is this? What state is this in? Is this in Vegas? It's in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. Las Vegas, Nevada, because you know there's uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Okay. Las Vegas, <laughs> Not Nevada. Not that anybody's fighting to go there, but yeah. yes. So... Yeah, um, that's what we have it, and this year it's going to be October 23rd. October, October the 23rd. Really? Correct. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah we so wanna, we'll be streaming on um, Instagram and uh, Facebook Live for that. Well, we definitely want to get some more, you know, um, talk a little bit more about it and, and, and get some more um, live footage and stuff when you guys are out there as well. So I think that will be um, uh, very awesome for, for us to share with the rest of the world as well. Uh, wonderful. I mean, it's very commendable what you're doing, what your children are doing, what your son is doing, definitely, and what you guys are doing together as a family by bringing the families together because we need more of this.
we need more families coming together to unite uh, for common cause and common efforts because it's the it's the families that are being attacked in this world and this society. And once we uh, come together as one and realize that, then we can affect positive change throughout the entire world. But it starts at home. It starts within our own families. It starts with our men. It starts with our women. It starts with our children. God has to be first and foremost. God has got to be front and center. And then man, woman, and child, um, that's just the God-ordained order. If you don't have that, then you'll see nine times out of ten what's going to happen. It's going to fail, right? Absolutely. So you have to be able to have um, that type of order and that type of structure in order to um, to make it to the next level as I'm about to drink me some green tea. So I also wanted to add that, um, like I said, I'm still growing my social media platforms, but I join a lot of different art groups mm-hmm. on social media. I follow a, diff- a lot of different artists. I feel like we're saturated now, but I still feel like there's room for everybody. I don't look at it like that. I'm not intimidated by anybody. Um, I met, well, I joined this group called Artists, Black Artists United, the acronym is BAU. And inside of that group is a group that I recently connected with called Artists Needed. And it's ran by a gentleman named Chris Houston, based out of Chicago. Okay. And so we have several members that are, like our core members, what we're doing is, uh, starting like an artist co-op, and this is the most dynamic group of people that I've ever met on the artist level and just as people, period. They're beautiful. Everybody's different. You know, everybody's unique with their art, but but we all, you know, have a lot of similar stories, and and the connection is like divine with us. So I definitely want to shout them out. Artists need it. That's my that's my shout them out again and how they can be found. Where where you connect with? Well, we're on Facebook. Artists needed. You can go. Um, it's a, a private group, but but you can um join. You know, just have to answer a couple of questions. And it's on Facebook. Artists needed. A R T I S T N E E D E D. And um, I wanted to shout out Chris, my niece Nigeria. Uh, Shay, Shay Shinette is an uh, upcoming uh, artist out based out in Texas that is phenomenal. Her work is phenomenal. Nigeria's work is phenomenal. Mm. And Chris is just, it's, it's like almost like a guardian angel for us, bringing us all together. And we have um, people that, like one guy works um, big in animation, uh, Bobby, and then we have Roderick who owns his uh, comic book uh publishing company. Oh wow. We have um a Mary um uh, Marilyn Marilee okay. um, out of Wisconsin. She's phenomenal. And then Lindsay. So it's like it's about eight of us that are like the core members of the group. Really? Wow, that's and awesome. are phenomenal, I'm telling you, and they're everything. So we meet every Wednesday on Zoom. 
Congratulations. And we open it up to other artists as well. But if you go to the artist need, needed page, you'll get the information on the Zoom as well. So look out for this group because this is going to be a dynamic group. I'm looking. I tell you what, what everything. I, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to connect with all of you and uh, and do a, a podcast with all of you just to get some perspectives from each of you and just kind of highlight, you know, what you guys are doing. So we can, uh, if you could, you know, communicate with the team and let them know that there's an interest. We'd love to definitely um, highlight them and and do an interview with them on. Um, on uh, Wednesday uh, on the Zoom or what have you. We definitely Absolutely. love, love I'll definitely run it by them yeah. and maybe we can do it um, as soon. So I'll do that. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Stay. Definitely. Stay. Yeah. Now, so they're not on Instagram at all? Artists Needed is not on Instagram okay. yet, but they are on Facebook. And then you said you met another group. Um, what was the other group you had mentioned that you connected? Oh, Black Artists United. Black Artists United, okay. And they're only on Facebook as well, or are they? Okay. Yeah, right now. Okay, okay, wonderful. But they have a private and a public page. It's like 42,000 members, so it's pretty good. It's all type of artists, you know. Okay. Age, um, you know, it's not age-specific, and it's very, it's a very good group. Are any poets in, in the group at all, or just uh, painters? Uh, well, I haven't seen anybody post anything about poetry. It's mostly mm-hmm. um, visual art, mm-hmm. but we welcome poets, you know, because sure. that is a form of art. Yeah. A lot of poets are still, a lot of poets have that connection like me where they do art as well. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of uh, artists that are poets as well. Okay. And just like um, a lot of entertainers, like uh, artists like Chris, have you ever seen Chris Brown's work? Chris Brown, you mean the 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 singer? Yeah. No, he no. I just thought he sang and danced. <laughs> no. Google him when you get a chance. Google really? Chris Brown art. Really? Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he. Wow. Okay. You enlightening me to some things now. I didn't even know he, he was an artist. Wow. Oh yeah, he's good too. Yeah, I'll definitely check yeah. him out. Interesting. Definitely. Wow. Who yeah. So a lot of people I know in the industry that are artists is like just a hobby for them. Mm-hmm. But this is not a hobby. I mean, it's, it's hobby a lifestyle. Business, but it's a business. Yeah, it's a business. It's a lifestyle. Man, I did not even know that. Chris Brown is an artist. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> oh, he's good, too. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. So, uh, do you do any trainings for those that are aspiring artists? Do I train? No, do you conduct any training workshops for those that are aspiring artists? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be, that information will be available on my website as well. Okay. So what I'm doing now is I'm trying to introduce or reintroduce the connection between art and therapy. Ooh. Because art is therapeutic. Yes, it is. And this is why it's growing so rapidly right now because this, even before the pandemic, We've still had a need of, you know, it's a whole lot of hurt across America, especially in the black communities. And there's a need for healing, an extreme need for healing. And so art is definitely one of those platforms that's evolving at a rapid pace. You see sipping paints everywhere. You see a lot of groups doing murals. You see um, the adult coloring books and coloring apps on everything, you yeah. know. So they're making this um, a lot more available for everybody, and it's free. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm trying to do um, what's going to be like the V-Shell experience. So you'll get the art therapy and you'll get the music and you'll get the, you know, just everything that I'm about in these sessions. And so to answer your question, yes, I am going to be doing art classes and the art therapy. Well, I just prefer to call them art healing. Okay. Wow, that is that's awesome. Like I'm I'm loving it. So for our for our inspiring um artists, what what message do you have for our listeners, our inspiring artists, those that are, you know, wanting to hone in more on their craft? What what uh what words of inspiration uh or encouragement can you provide for them before we close? Follow your passion. Stay true to yourself. Practice every day. Practice all the time, as much as you can. Like I said, it's definitely um, a form of healing. It's a form of therapy. And it's also, uh, you know, it's rewarding for you. But just keep practicing. Stay focused. Try to find a niche. Or let the niche find you. I I've been interviewed um, on numerous occasions where they ask me like who's your inspiration and stuff like that, and they expect for me to dig back in history and pick out these different artists like um, Van Gogh, Picasso, and and um, Basquiat or whatever, and, and I don't because my uncle Lawrence was my inspiration. Mm-hmm. The people that I named you from my artist media group, those are my inspiration. Yes. And, and um, a gentleman named, we call him Juju, Julius Williams in Chicago is a dope watercolor artist mm-hmm. and teacher. And, um, I can't remember. I, I'm, it's not the artist, too, but he's teaching in one of those art schools in Chicago, and he's a, he's a beast, too. Okay. Those are people that I grew up admiring in the art. And uh, Kevin Wack um, art is... Um, a colleague from school, he's one of my inspirations. Michael Cox is an inspiration. Um, Rodman Static, he does a lot of murals. He's an inspiration. So, my, like this rapper Chica, she has a song that says, all of my idols are friends. That's how I feel. Everybody basically that I admire in this industry are personally friends or relatives. That is you awesome. Know? So, I say, um, learn from those around you. Surround yourself with artistic people. Put yourself in artistic spaces. And don't be afraid to live out loud. Don't be afraid afraid to live your dreams, you know. Take a chance because um, we don't never know what, you know, this world is going to give us. That's right. Whatever you have to give it, get it. That's how I feel at this point in my life. I'm giving everything I got. This is what I've been doing all of my life, so. That's good. It's not a big deal for me. This is a call, and this is something that I have to do, and I'm I'm grateful to be a vessel for it. I am so excited for you, um, definitely, and also for the event on October 23rd. That's just going to be awesome. So it kicks off October 23rd. Is that that? Is it the whole weekend or just the 23rd of October? No, it's just the 23rd, and I believe it's from one to five. Now, what day is that fall on? Uh, off top, is it a Friday or? A- Okay. On Wednesday, it's a Sunday. Oh, really? Wow. Just once? Just one one time out of the, um, 
the year, uh, just that day? Why that specific day out of the year? Is that just something that's just always been? Well, originally, like I said, the women's was March and the men's was October. Okay. But since we decided to merge them, we just left the October day. For one, um, Vegas, you have to choose um, the, according to the weather. Oh. The seasons don't have a whole lot of seasons. Okay. It's basically two seasons in Vegas. So, so um, what are those? Vegas, in October, let's just say that. What are those seasons uh, in Vegas? Is it always hot or is it, what is that like there? For someone that's never well, been to Vegas. Okay. Um, first, about the 23rd is a Saturday. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Vegas has some of the best weather as okay. far as temperature, you know, if you like warm climates. It doesn't really experience winter and doesn't experience a lot of rain at all. But June, July, and August can be extremely hot. Mm. Tri- triple digits every day. Mm. As high as 120 degrees. Wow. And it's almost unbearable. Um, in Chicago, 90 is hot for us. <laughs> so 